0: You are listening to KC Sports Network, proudly presented by Emprise Bank. Coming up, the latest episode of No Other Pod.
1: What's going on everybody? And welcome back to another episode of No Other Pod. And ladies and gentlemen, game week. Is game Week. Whoa, real MLS soccer to preview here, but I'm Jimmy. Along, as always, with my good buddy Daniel Kuzer, Dan. What is going on? The hell, dude! Wasn't it just like Christmas? Like what? What's going on? <laughs> MLS offseason is the shortest and quickest offseason of any of the sports that I watch. That's for sure. Because uh, it's yeah, it's it's shorter than the actual
0: NFL season is. Uh, you know, I don't want to say like it, it's also a sport that probably needs more rest. I mean, the, these players run a good. 10k every game, you know what I mean, right. and, and just run the breaks off their legs. But it's like, you know, football they're they're hitting, you know, they're really uh, bruised up and everything, so they get a longer off season. But soccer just goes year round, man. And the Premier League does that same shit, don't they? Wrap up in May and then, you know, come early August they're
1: doing their After pre-season August. tours and stuff. Yeah, I think by the end of August the season started again, so they get like season. two and a half months off because in. June and July, they're doing their like North American tours if they're a big, yeah. big club or whatnot. So it's just, just what it is. And we might have, you know,
0: who knows? We could have a couple cold games here and there in the early stages. But it's been a while since I've had to wear a parka to a game. <laughs> but uh, I'm not ruling it out, man. You never know. It was pretty cold this weekend.
1: Yeah, it's possible. I mean, I've, I saw a, a, a meme of sorts. Was it last week where when it was like in the 50s and 60s for a time? And it was like, Oh, you think we're in in spring, but it's like we're actually in fall spring, and second winter's yeah. about to come, and then you might get lucky and get actual spring after that. So, I mean, we snowed a little bit Friday or whatever. It was, it was that was wild. Yeah. I did not expect that at all.
0: Uh, I had a had a couple improv shows this weekend, and I, uh, God, dude, over a decade ago, it it was established I would wear I wore red shorts. It was just athletic shorts to perform in, and someone on stage called me Johnny Red Shorts, and. Uh, <laughs> it just it stuck and people continued to call me that and it was just like well you have now established your uniform so rain or shine sleet or snow i'm i'm wearing these shorts and uh it's chilly buddy And i even went ahead and cut the sleeves off my my shirt so you gotta (laughs) gotta let the guns out you got a brand to stick to
1: it's a brand it's a uniform right so (laughs) it's crazy um, well, we got we got lots to talk about this week. You know, there's there's a, a, a jersey reveal that we have now seen officially that we can talk about. There's a final preseason game. There's some injury updates. Like we said, an actual game against the Houston Dynamo where we can maybe catch some revenge. Um, I do want to just at least briefly mention because last since we last recorded, obviously there was um, what started as a very celebratory day in Kansas City and in, in the Chief Super Bowl celebration, and by the end of it, it turned into a uh somewhat scary and heartbreaking situation and and i was not there i don't believe you were there either but i was watching live on tv as it unfolded and um so i just one wanted to you know say that um it sounds like most of the at least the children who were in the hospital have since been released and so hoping for for good recoveries for them as well And, and thoughts go out to uh the family of uh, Lisa Lopez Galvin, who who was the one that was um, tragically killed, but um, I don't know. You can. I, I don't want to turn this into a soapbox, um, but I just. What do you say that hasn't already been said? I guess you know. Yeah, I just encourage you if you are a listener who feels passionate about this as as a um, a, a a place where we can do better as a culture and as a society. Um, reach out to your elected representatives make your voice heard sometimes it feels hopeless i called the 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 governor and the two senators for for missouri where i live and um the chance of them actually listening or doing anything with with the the message that i left at their office is about zero but um i i felt like i needed to do something because what you know again time and time again we do nothing and and it happens again and and people said on tv just didn't feel like it could happen in kansas city could happen anywhere to anybody at any time. And so we gotta do something. But you know, maybe this is wrong, but it's it's so
0: easy to feel so fucking cynical about it and and just just kind of hang your head, rinse and repeat, you know, start that start that cycle over, you know, and it's uh I, I don't know how anything changes at all. We we know about the ass blast that politics is. Mm-hmm. Uh it's it's shit, dude. It's a very Shitty people are in charge of things, and uh, it's cynical as I am. It's like I still wish something could be done, but well, I'm I'm a nobody, you know. But hey, Gavin Wilkinson thing got done. <laughs> we changed. We changed Sonic the Hedgehog. We could. We could do something.
1: Yeah, I mean, look, there. It is hard with with lobbies and and manufacturers and whatnot that that spend so much money. But I I, I have to believe that if you know. We as as a people, at some point can can make enough noise that maybe eventually something can get done, even if not everything. Literally something. Uh,
0: you're you're right though. It, it was a shocking thing because I, I went I went to the bar at like 11 a.m. with my parents uh, just to watch the parade and everything. And I left about 12:30 or so. I had a haircut in the afternoon, and as I'm waiting for my haircut, I'm on X. And I see news scroll across that shots were, and I was just like, "What? Like it didn't, yeah.
1: didn't feel right." So just wild. If you uh, if you haven't had a chance, I thought um, uh, Nick Wright. He's on First Things First on on Fox Sports One. He was born and raised in Kansas City. Um, Casey Sports Network, you know, retweeted his segment that he said the day after. I think it's it's worth seven and a half minutes of your time. I think he he's very eloquent on the matter and it, and it obviously hit home for him being from here and being there when it happened. But I don't know, man, I know there's not, there's nothing for us to say that hasn't been said already, but you know, I, I tweeted out if you live in Missouri, I tweeted out the phone numbers, um, to, uh, the, the two senators and, and the governor's office. Um, I encourage I, you to, I love that the well, governor was there. Well, yeah. And he, uh, he got booed <laughs> rightfully. So when he went up to give his speech, but, yeah. uh, um, I don't know, just, it, if you're so inclined to do to do something, make your voice heard in some way. Um, I know it feels meaningless, but it's not it, it. it You know, there is power in all of us using our voices, even if it feels hopeless at times. So that's what I'll say about that. And now we'll awkwardly transition to something more relevant to the sport of soccer. Yeah. <laughs> um, so we knew going into last week. Essentially, what the Sporting KC jerseys were going to look like, at least in concept. We knew they were going to release them on, on uh, February 14th, which is Valentine's Day. We had seen the leaks from EA Sports FC. Uh, and then we got the official release of the Diamonds Hour Forever O-U-R uh, jersey. That's going to be the secondary jersey. And, and there is a return of the Argyle. So my first question to you is first impressions once you actually see the full kit in its official glory. Well, I mean, my first impression was reading the name. I was like, why do
0: we even need a name? I don't I don't understand that. Uh we always have a like, name and a tagline of some sort. Yeah. I mean diamonds are forever cool. They could have left, you know, diamonds are forever. Could have just done that. I would have liked, liked it a little more. But they like to make it together and it's it's diamonds hour together. And I I just dude, that hurts me. That gives me like dyslexic thoughts. <laughs> <laughs> You're like I can't it doesn't work. I just can't say it. Uh, Jersey's dope. Jersey's pretty cool. Uh, I noticed it's one. It's on the cheaper end of the uh, jersey pricing spectrum. That is MLS because some of these puppies are up in the 180s and two hundred dollar range.
1: Well, I was curious what it will look like um, once you actually customize it because yeah, the 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 picture that was going around Twitter was uh, a Inter Miami Lionel Messi jersey that was. Um, I think it was for the authentic version. Yeah, it's, it's, that's the same for sporting Kansas City. I'm looking right now. If you want a Johnny Russell authentic shirt, $194.99.
0: Wow. Well, I did love, (laughs) (laughs) I did love the idea, the video that they put out. Uh, You know, they were folding up jerseys and kind of putting them in little safety deposit lock boxes at a bank in a vault. And the funnest thing, dude, (laughs) this dude (laughs) just standing guard. And he locks it up, you know, it's all good. And then, like, seven years later or whenever it's been, eight years later, he's like, is it time? And I'm like, dude, it's like <laughs> this guy's been, a like, a sleeper agent. He's just been there waiting for the time to reveal this kit in for the For eight vault. years. Eight years that dude's been there just making money, protecting it. <laughs> you think someone's just, been bringing him food, like he can't leave? Because he had a bathroom break? He's got, like, a catheter. <laughs> <laughs> oh it's insane uh i loved it though the production value dude and i liked the little behind the scenes they showed us i'm yeah. like the players showing off the kits and the little set they built yeah but then i got sad because i was like man that's a lot to build and a lot to take down for like
1: 45 seconds of glory yeah well do you remember sure. i mean back in the day like you and i showed up with like i don't know Three, four hundred other fans, where they had us all in the stands to film a, a jersey reveal video, and we got to see the jersey before everybody else. This was what, yeah. I don't, god, eight, nine years ago. I mean, apparently, uh, Marissa and
0: I got on the big jumbotron for like goal celebrations or so, or like part of the hype video.
1: We were always that was the yeah. same event. Yeah, they took there. us. They took us into like a separate set where there was like fog machines and lights and everything, and they were like, "Pump your fish. say yeah, do so." And it was like they're getting like footage of us and Scarf. Y'all were in the intro video before the game. And I didn't even get to see it like once because that is the year we moved to Chicago. Like, just wild. Yeah. So I I, I do like the jersey. Um, I I think when I first saw it, I think I was hoping maybe for like a little bit more texture, a little bit more detail than was, was leaked via EA Sports FC. I'm also trying to tell myself, had I not seen it in EA Sports FC, I think I would have seen this shirt and been like, damn, that's awesome. I think I saw the EA Sports version and I was like, okay, well, there's probably a little twist that we haven't seen yet. And there wasn't really, but I, I can't really hold that against the shirt. It, it is a very classy and I would argue one of the better shirts that Sporting Kansas City has launched in the last yeah. 10 years or so.
0: I, I must have missed a chapter here. Is FIFA no more?
1: Yeah, they they no longer license the the FIFA brand. So it's just EA Sports FC. So there is no FIFA game at all. No, it's just... I mean, it's the same game. It's just called EA Sports FC. It's a lame name. Yeah. Well, it's like... (laughs) It's going to be EA Sports College Football. They're not going to call it NCAA Football. Really? So, yeah. Because it saves them money? They don't have to do a deal with FIFA or NCAA, you know, directly. They can, you know, deal with the clubs and collectives and all that stuff. Why'd they just now decide to start doing this after... Decades. I, just, I think it's all just about money. FIFA wanted. I don't remember exactly what it was. FIFA wanted more money than it ah. was willing to pay, or something like that. I don't remember. I feel like I've been living under a rock, man. I did not know this. Yeah, they have all. I think there's a couple. Like Juventus might not actually be in the game. They might have come up with what like the fuck? a separate. Like it's still black and white and whatnot. But they had to come up with a different. At least the first year that there was not FIFA, they they had to get around it. Schm Juventus, but. Shm- I, I do like the shirts. I, I think, I think it looks great on the players. Um, I, I think I like how the argyle. It's a unique twist on the argyle because it's up and down the whole shirt. It's not just the three across the chest um, that we that we saw before. So, I'm a fan, and I love. I really like the dark blue jerseys. I think those always look good.
0: It's pretty. It's pretty. Um, it'd be it'd be nice to see it on the field and stuff, and on on
1: TV. Yeah, I assume it's going to be one of those things where it's like they're going to wear this as much as they possibly can in the first couple of months because they want to sell those sell those jerseys as much as possible.
0: Yeah, you would assume so.
1: But uh, are you uh, you going to go buy this shirt at some point?
0: Well, I mean, at some point, right? It's uh, not necessarily like a first match purchase. I don't know. I, I've, I've kind of started to relax and maybe try to get a deal a little bit down the road when they start to phase them out, you know?
1: Yeah. I get that. I think that's a that's a really decent strategy. um I'll buy it at some point. I don't know. I'm, I never get a, a player customized shirt because I want to spend an extra thirty five bucks for some vinyl printing that costs sure twelve cents. But
0: but then they start offering deals like free customization and stuff. You know, right like,
1: on like they're, Fan Appreciation Day. So so if yeah. you want a, a customized shirt, if you don't need it right now, there there's ways that you can get it. Totally. So. But no, I, I thought it was uh, it was pretty cool. I, I like I, I'm not a huge fan of the Diamonds Hour Forever uh, tagline. But um, did you see any of the other MLS jerseys that had been released? Are there any that stuck out to you as like, oh, that's kind of cool. That's a that's a that's a nice new shirt because there were a couple you know, I thought really looked good. That Miami one sticks
0: out because I thought it would look good, but that center crest just kind of throws me off.
1: Um, I really I do don't think, like that one.
0: Yeah. The Seattle one's pretty cool. Uh, That's the one that I think might be the yeah, best. That, it could be the best. Um, Seattle comes pretty hard with their kits, man, all the way from mm-hmm. their Jimi Hendrix-influenced one to their Bruce Lee-influenced one. Mm-hmm. Like Those two are just wild, and if you were to wear those out to a bar or something, man,
1: you, you're going to get conversations. Like, oh, yeah. man, this is dope. What is that? Yeah. Yeah. And even though the Sounders have only been in MLS since what two thousand nine, I, I want to say two thousand nine, two thousand ten, around there, they were around long before then. And this is sort of an homage to like their fifty plus years. Mm. It's just mm. the 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 pinstripey look looks great. I really like theirs. I thought NYC's looks pretty good too. I don't yeah. know if you saw the Cooligans, our buddies. Yeah. They got to model it. Ours must have got lost in the mail. They did. They get to. <laughs> they're they're pretty. They're in tight with the club, man. Doing stuff like that. Yeah. So I, I thought it was, uh, I thought that one was good. The one, I don't remember if it, were you the one who told me this? Um, cause at first I saw the Salt Lake shirt and I'm like, I don't like Salt Lake, but but I kind of like that shirt. Like it looks kind of cool. Yeah. And then someone told me they're like, I know they're supposed to be mountains, but all I see is like the Mormon temple right. on the front of the shirt. And now every time I see it, that's all I see is like a Mormon day hey. across the front of the shirt. <laughs> now you got me thinking
0: about the rock being in Salt Lake the other night and just oh my God. poking fun at there. And all their wives or something. I was like, Jesus, Rock, going, you know. Rock looked at a man and said, "Shut your mouth before I slap the herpes off your lips." Yeah, he's he's gone full heel. That's a thing he said. And I don't know, I don't know if this man had herpes on his lips, but I was like, wow, what a fucking mean thing to say. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I mean, they they wanted him to turn heel. I guess the fans did, and and he's going for it, dude. I had to be the Rock. at
0: my improv show the other night i had to get a guy to guess who i was i had to be the rock who had lost his sense of smell so i could not say if you smell you know i couldn't say the words
1: yeah so i had to do other shit it was (laughs) (laughs) the the last shirt that i'll say that i really liked and it kind of pains me to say this but uh i really like the chicago fire shirt it's sort of like a retro looking return to their their old sort of red shirt with the white across it used to say fire across now it says carvana cuz you know sponsors but right i don't know i, I thought fire was the sponsor <laughs> it's just the fire department it's the element yeah, yeah just the, just the element of fire <laughs> um yeah so uh, overall i will say i thought a really good crop of jerseys this year it, it we're finally getting away from like sort of the plain White for the most part, plain white, plain black, plain dark shirts. There's a couple that are still in there, but why don't you uh, come join me and Chris on the KC Current podcast where we talk about
0: every Nike jersey looking the same.
1: Well, that's <laughs> Nike is notorious for that. It's
0: that's awesome. gonna happen. Casey, Cur- I tell you what, Casey Current was like the new kit's coming, and I could not have been less excited because <laughs> I just <laughs> my expectations are pretty
1: low right there, right? Nike's a big templating company. It's wild, man. It's just wild. Well, let's go ahead and take our break before we dive into just a little bit of the preseason and previewing this first game. So we'll take our break and then we'll be right back. We appreciate you supporting
0: KC Sports Network by listening to our podcast. You have helped us become the highest ranked Chiefs podcast network in 2022 and 2023. And don't forget about our daily Substack newsletter, the
2: best written analysis you can find on the Chiefs straight to your inbox every day. KCSN.substack.com.
0: You're a big Marvel guy, right? I am, yes. Are you a big Madam Web guy? <laughs> I have not seen the movie. I have seen the memes. <laughs> yeah, I, uh, I'm, I'm gonna see, see it, buddy. You are not yet. I'm gonna do it. And uh, everyone's like, "You're the reason these shitty movies get made because
1: you're buying tickets." And I'm like, "That's I can't argue with that." Yeah, I'm not buying a ticket to this movie. I'll maybe I'll watch it eventually if and when it comes to do what what's Sony's Paramount Plus. I don't even know oh yeah did
0: you watch uh well sometimes they come to stars first i think did you watch morbius in theaters
1: no absolutely not pretty bad as well yeah but i've heard that like morbius was like bad but good like it was so bad it was good kind of like this yes. isn't so bad it's good this is just like beyond so bad it's good back to so bad it's just actually terrible <laughs> so uh, it's wow it, i don't know what they're doing but uh, i i'm
0: always i'm i'm up for a I'm up for a shitty movie sometimes, so it just makes me laugh when I shouldn't
1: laugh, you know? There's, you know, what movie I just watched uh, yesterday, actually, that I know. was like, this is a really good movie, and it's a soccer movie. Next Goal Wins. I heard it was bad. It's good. Oh, no, I, do you like Taika Waititi? Oh, yeah. It's, I mean, it's a Taika Waititi movie. It's got his, okay. his humor in it. I really enjoyed it. Okay. I thought it was really good. So I was I'm, reading stuff that said, like, man, I was reading stuff that was
0: like, just, wider than net like this movie is wide or you know it's not it doesn't hit the mark or something critics
1: are awful critics suck. they are but i i really enjoyed it it's like an hour 40 minutes it's not long um, based on a true story thomas rongan who does cbs sports commentary now a lot of inter miami games he's he's the coach it's set in 2011 when he went to go coach the american samoa uh, national team after they lost like 31 to nothing to australia yeah, well, so it's uh, I I re- if you're a fan of Taiko YTT's work and his style of humor, I would check out Next Goal Ones. It's a good yeah. soccer movie. Good idea. Good idea. Might have to. Um, speaking of soccer, Sporting Kansas City officially done with their preseason. We've not been going deep into all these preseason games because they're preseason games, but they they finished with a win, three to one over Atlanta United. Um, and you know Willie continuing sort of his his goal-scoring ways in uh, in in the preseason. Um, he had two penalty kicks, so he's been getting a lot of penalty kicks and taking those duties, that, you know, and, and that's interesting to me. I, I would assume that um, Alan Pulido will be the primary penalty kick taker, but Willie's been been very good, um, and Sporting came back. They went down 1-0 in the 20th minute, and then uh, Willie got the 73rd-minute penalty kick, the 81st-minute penalty kick, and then Alinas Vargas scored an 85th-minute goal, assisted by Felipe Hernandez. So, Hey, I'm I'm excited that even though preseason largely means nothing, we're seeing some good development and some play. I think it's, again, I think I said this last week, really great for Willie Agata to get back into a goal-scoring rhythm because he wasn't last year. Yeah.
0: Agreed, man. This is, uh, I, God, I just can't believe the season's here. I can't believe it. We just talked That's about a preseason me. game, for God's sakes, and it's like, here we go. Like, we're watching on MLS season pass this yeah. Saturday. I mean... This is fun, man. And, you know, Peter was uh, had a little, little two minute post game press conference, you know, uh, <laughs> wasn't anything crazy. He was just saying like, you know, we lacked a little, uh, you know, we lacked a little intensity. Uh, still got some things to work on, but I think we're in a good spot to start yeah. the season. He didn't say, well, it takes 10 games to get going. So let's not put a lot of stock into this game. Like he, <laughs> he said, we're in a good spot. So whatever that means.
1: I have a feeling we're not going to hear that we know what our team looks like after 10 games quip as much this year because it didn't work last year. <laughs> but it literally happened. We literally took 10 games to get a win. Well, and you know, I I think Peter would be the first to say that like, well, the team we saw after 10 games last year isn't the actual team we have. And it's like, okay, well, you've been saying this whole time. True. It takes, takes 10 games and, and now we've gone through 10 games. And you're like, no, we can be better.
0: Your media voice is uh, changing, my friend. This is
1: <laughs> uh, Was it Was it winless for 10 games? And they won their 11th, right? Winless in 10 games, won the 11th. They had three points, three goals, and three red cards through 10 games. Took them 11 games to get that win. It was on the road in Seattle. That's right. That's a big one.
0: Seattle should have felt like trash after that. They should have been like, are you fucking serious? I can't believe we just lost to these clowns.
1: (laughs) I remember I went on a podcast with uh, Jeremiah Ocean, who was a big uh, Seattle Sounders writer, worked for Usby Nation for a while. I went on to preview it that week. And I basically like, j- not that he obviously had anything to do with the game, but I remember just being like begging mercy even before the game, being like, please don't, don't win too badly. Like, this is what's been going wrong. Like, this is just going to be an absolute disaster. Like, it's, this could be a five or six goal blowout. And then we somehow go in and win one zero on the road. Sure. Why not? <laughs> Preseason game, though, man. Peter said this
0: is good for them because they don't play the Eastern Conference teams. All right. Uh-huh. Right. Uh-huh. So to play someone like Atlanta United in their final preseason game, I I assume Atlanta United had their their ringers out there getting some minutes in as well.
1: You know, sure. I mean, if you look at the starters for for Sporting, yeah, this this was um, the starting eleven. That's the team out, outside of potentially Tim Leibold at left back, no, um, and also outside of uh, Johnny Russell. Yeah, both Leibold and Russell. Um, were held out due to minor injury. Peter said he expected them back at practice this week. I don't think there is any reason to expect them not to play on Saturday. I don't like that. But well, I mean, this is this is if we're going to get into it a little bit, this is what I'm a little worried about with Johnny Russell. I mean, he I played what 20, 20 games last year, I think, and and yeah. he's he's not getting any younger. He's still got that fire, but he's not getting any younger. It's scary, dude. You can have
0: fire, but you can you you. You also need to know your limitations. Like, you can't overdo it on something. Like, remember, he, he even mentioned, like, he was just playing through injuries last year. Mm-hmm. And when you play through injuries, man, buddy, I ran that KC Marathon absolutely injured, and my body has never been the same. It, yeah. It's not something good. And so I just, this man's a professional athlete. I'm sure he'll be fine,
1: but he, it's going to continue to not get better. Well, wasn't it preseason last year too where he injured himself because he like overextended himself on sort of like a meaningless – it was either preseason or just into the start of the season. Like He kind of overextended himself on, on a meaningless play toward the end of the game, and then he ended up missing yeah. a, a period of time, and he was like, I need to know better. When. The ball was
0: going out of bounds, and it right. was like in the 90th minute or some shit.
1: Right, and he was like, I need to know when to regulate myself down, when to to kick it in a low gear and say that not worth the risk. Yeah, so.
0: Yeah. Dude, sports be, uh, is all about risk. It's like, do I go for this? And risk an injury, you know what I mean? Risk hurting someone else. Like, right? It's a real deal.
1: Yeah. So, I do expect both Leibold. Well, I expect Johnny Russell to to be starting on Saturday. We uh, we're assuming Tim Leibold is the starting left back right now because he's been around longer. But Zoram Song's been it. been getting quite a lot of play in in the preseason. So, I I wouldn't yeah. say that I would be. I, I, you know, Leibold's probably the favorite to be the starter, but I wouldn't be shocked at all if Zoran Basang is the starting left back on Saturday. Yeah, I mean, don't lock Leibold into that position. Couldn't
0: lock him into that position last year. You know what I mean? It's just yeah. that, that left back, man. I, God dang, we're really going to miss um, um, Logan and Denbe. Logan and Denbe. yeah. I damn near said Jimmy Madronda. What the F? That man's been gone <laughs> forever. That's <laughs> <laughs> no Logan and Denbe man like that's
1: a sad deal I and mean, you'll, you'll, we'll, we'll love him when we get him back yeah for sure so I don't know it'll be interesting to see but um, I'm, I'm feeling much better heading into this season than I was at this time last season at least about the starting 11 I feel pretty confident in the abilities of the starting 11 to be a team that can compete for a home playoff spot I am it, nervous sorry did you that. see that
0: goal did you see Vargas's header? Yeah, it's great. That was pretty sick. And I was it's like, great. okay.
1: Yeah. I don't really know this guy, but uh, wouldn't mind seeing that. Some of these young guys, I mean, feels like a little little bit of a broken record. This is what we were saying last year and the year before. Like, there are some young guys that have a real opportunity to step up as as death pieces and, and earn some time. And yeah. last year, Jake Davis did it out of necessity, but now we might have our right back for the next 10 years. Uh, Steven Afrifa, Alinas Vargas. Can't. These you are, just said that that we might have a right back for the next ten years. That's a crazy prediction, and it's not that false. I'm saying, it, oh it's man, certainly within the realm of possibility based on how oh, gave us looked last year. Yeah. Um. But Stephen Afrifa and Alinas Vargas, and I'll throw Marino Shawnee's in there, even though he's been around for a while. This is your this is your time if you want to make it into this team and be a key contributor with Johnny Russell sort of coming back from even if it's a minor injury he's, he's got that in the back of his mind and with Kyrie Shelton being out for an extended period of time this is your chance this I'm not trying to be dramatic but this is this is your Tom Brady moment where you can come in when somebody's injured grab that spot and never give it back so you're trying to talk about that documentary no I haven't watched it I, I... you
0: should watch it bro it's freaking good <laughs> if you're a football fan at all screw the Patriots we hate the Patriots but come on what a story what a story that Brady thing is, man! It's crazy. I got to give it more time. I love hearing I, him I, curse too. I, I, need,
1: I need some fuck. distance between the, the team that hurt me for so long and the celebratory documentary,
0: dude. It's 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 not that celebratory though. Like, and hearing hearing uh Bledsoe talk a little bit and be like, I thought I was just gonna come back and I'd have my job back. But I was pissed. I wanted to retire. You know, yeah. It's crazy. It's sad. I'll
1: watch it at some point. Yes, you will. I will because I won't let up. so saturday we have the houston dynamo now i do think it's worth mentioning that guess what happens on wednesday night the houston kickoff is it wednesday no it's tuesday it's tonight i'm looking sorry i got it wrong it's tonight tuesday houston dynamo will play a game they play st louis city at city park because they're in the CONCACAF Champions Cup. That's right. I forgot about that shit. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And they're going to put everything into that. they're, They're playing a game four days before they then have to go back to Houston and host us in Houston. But they're also a team that's dealing with a couple of key injuries. Nelson Quinones is out for the year, who's a key forward for the Houston Dynamo. And their best player, Hector Herrera, is currently in Europe getting treatment for an injury that he sustained in the preseason and will not be available on Saturday. If we don't steal a W
0: out of these circumstances, I'd be to. really upset. We have to. You got to start early here. I mean, points are points, man, no matter when you get them in the year. Mm-hmm. Uh these guys knocked us out of the playoffs. Mm-hmm. You know, the playoffs we weren't even supposed to be in. Yeah. Uh that that November we should have we should
1: be salty about it, right? A 1-0 victory in Houston in a game that was there for the taking quite honestly for sporting kansas city played pretty well just couldn't find the goal and uh yeah this is this is an opportunity for sporting kansas city to go steal a win on the road start the season off well and if you come out of there with three points and at this point sure technically a draw is success on the road like but i'm gonna be mad if we lose like yeah draw is the minimum expectation in this game and, and win is a very reasonable expectation with Quinones out, with Hector Herrera out, and with them coming off a game four days earlier against St. Louis City. Well, there's factors too, man. Like,
0: you always talk about how much can you really give a shit uh, about results this early in the season. You just kind of, you'd be happy about the wins when you get them, but it's like this feels very much like you should be hungry for this opportunity.
1: Yeah, I think if anything, last year proved that you can't take any game for granted the games at the start of the year count for just the same amount of points as, as the games at the end of the year. And yeah. so, yeah, sure, it's easy enough to say, well, it's early in the season, don't know what team we have until 10 games in. But look what happens when you start in such a hole that you dig yourself in, then you can be arguably the best team in the West for the remainder of the year after that in terms of points per game, goal scored, goal differential, what have you, and you still barely sneak into the playoffs. Why wouldn't not just that? Wouldn't you just love to come out banging dude just
0: just just killing it just uh first place right out the gate for two months or something like let's just let's go man and i'm not sure we have that capability i'm not sure we have that quality on the team but uh somehow we've always been at we've never really had that quality on the team we've never been the stars of the league right No. no we've been the darlings that somehow are always in the conversation
1: i don't know how they make it work every year it's always been a, a scrappy, competitive team that that you know had that run of playoff appearances for whatever it was, 10, 11, 12 years, something, I, f- I forget the exact number. Um, and and yeah, it got more difficult when more teams started joining the league and, and spends increased and people were spending more on on high-value uh, designated player attackers and, and, and Sporting had to adjust their strategy with, with Alan Polito. It'll be really interesting to see what their strategy is with their current designated player spot that they have open. And I think it is... A benefit to this club, and it is almost an entire 180-degree situation from last year, where we had two designated players last year unavailable due to injury and long-term injury. They had missed the entire previous season in 2022 and were not available to start the year. We now have both of our designated players available to start this year, and we have a designated player spot open, and I can look at the starting 11 and say, I still feel pretty good about the strength of it right now. So that's a decent spot to be in. If you can steal some points early in this season, if you can go into Houston on Saturday night and get three points, if you can beat Philadelphia at home and the home opener, and, and then start off the season with six points, we have three of our first five games at home. We have to go on the road to the LA galaxy. That's going to be a tough game, but then we're back at home, San Jose back at home against LA galaxy. And then on the road against Toronto, who's a shit team. So, for these first six games of the year, 18 points available, I would say getting 12 of those 18 points is very, very possible and would be huge to boost Sporting Kansas City into the playoff conversation later in the year.
0: Yeah, 100%, man. Uh, I, I I often breeze through the uh, MLS app on my phone, and uh, they did some expert predictions uh, today, I believe, maybe yesterday, uh, about where teams are going to be uh, where the standings will be mm-hmm. at the end of the year. Do you see this? Oh, yeah. And it's wild. They put sporting uh,
1: overall at number three. And Oh, uh, so you're talking about a different one than I saw because I saw one yeah. that was um, predictions from all of the different experts. Yeah, this is, I think um, – Maybe that's an aggregate of all of them because there's it's an aggregate. Yes, there's one, and and third seems to be the most common answer in this. Um, so I'm not surprised. Um,
0: but but only 17 people voted here, so it's like it's not a huge sample size, but whatever. But the
1: the variance from where people think Sporting Kansas City is going to finish, we had one person who voted us first place in the Western Conference, and then we had somebody who voted us ninth place in the Western Conference. Yeah, that's weird. Nobody really now. Good news for sporting Kansas City is whether they finish first or whether they finish ninth, you're making the playoffs if you finish (laughs) anywhere within there.
0: (laughs) But dude, the week's here, man, and the season's here, and MLS season kicks off Wednesday night. Yeah, with with none other than the uh, Miami playing Salt Lake. Like I I plan to try to take in as much MLS as I can this season. Like that's my that's my.
1: MLS New Year's resolution. I am I, I will say I'm I'm you know I have T-Mobile as my cellular provider. Last year they gave me MLS season pass for free. I have oh, not yeah. yet bought MLS season pass because I have not yet been given MLS season pass for free by T-Mobile. So I'm letting you know T-Mobile if you're out there I know you're listening Mr. T-Mobile. You got a day to give me my free MLS season pass. I I, I don't want to have to spend the 90 I will if I have to but I'd much rather not spend $99 and get it for free like I did last year. Maybe we may, you know, family
0: sharing, bro. You want to be in my family? Well, well you know, that's a loaded question. We're gonna to have to talk about this if it comes to that. We <laughs> might have to have a conversation.
1: <laughs> um, it's just interesting, you know, some of the the, the names that people definitely know who are um, prominent commentators. Matt Doyle, he had Sporting Kansas City finished second in the Western Conference. Diego Valeri picked Sporting third. Andrew Weeby fourth. Sasha Question fourth. Uh, Bradley Wright Phillips 7th, so a little bit less faith. But, I mean, this this is a a, a, a pretty wide variance. Um, but if you also look at uh, MLSsoccer.com put up a sort of, like, early 2024 favorites for all of the different awards um, and, and competitions. Um, there's an MLS Cup, sort of, uh, I don't know if this is the same 17 people or what. It looks like it might be. Um, but... Inter Miami got the most votes to win MLS Cup, of course, six votes. Um, FC Cincinnati, three. Columbus Crew, two. And then there were three teams that had one vote to win MLS Cup in 2024 Atlanta United, Orlando City, and Sporting Kansas City. Mm. So someone at MLSsoccer.com thinks that Sporting Kansas City is going to win MLS Cup in 2024. So I don't know, bro. Hey, they're the professionals, you know. Okay, cool. Sounds good. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. Well, they're the professionals, but then you look at some some of their predictions sometimes. You're like, I don't know if these people are. It all doesn't <laughs>
0: matter. But, I mean, some dude, come
1: on. Sometimes people predict the most crazy things. No, it's a yeah. crapshoot. It's the same thing like all the people who are doing the NFL mock drafts who get paid thousands of dollars every year to do it. And if they get four of them correct, then that's probably a, a, a good prediction.
0: My favorite thing is that, that Twitter profile, uh, Freezing Cold Takes. Yeah, Um, and how it always circles back when Patrick Mahomes does something great and it goes to some pundit being like, this is a horrible draft by the Chiefs. (laughs) Yeah, yeah.
1: So it's – I don't know, man. I'm just – I'm super excited. Houston is a very tough place to play traditionally for Sporting Kansas City. Yeah. Houston, as things stand now, have a two-game advantage in terms of wins in the overall series between these two clubs throughout history. So Sporting Kansas City has an opportunity to go down there, steal three points – hopefully, with, with their most important player in Hector Herrera not available and close it to only a one-game difference in the win column between these two teams in the history of the series. Yeah, wouldn't it be nice to have your home opener and you already got three points undefeated? It'd be huge. I mean, that's essentially... St. Louis won their first five games last year, 15 points through the first five games, and that essentially locked them into a playoff spot five games into the year because even though they were bang average... You know, a 500 team throughout the rest of the year, they were still at or near the top of the conference, fighting for first place until the very last week, just because their first five games went so well. Yeah, that's frustrating to watch. <laughs> yes. Well, speaking of uh, speaking of St. Louis, if you uh, if you follow F- FOTMob, they're a, a soccer app that does a lot of analytics and such. Um, they they have a Twitter account and they have uh, something that they just launched called X Points, Expected Points. You know, there's there's XG, there, there's you know all, all sorts of advanced analytics, um, and they have expected points, and they looked at um, all of the teams last year where they should have finished compared to where they did finish. Um, and Sporting Kansas City did finish in eighth, so they should have finished in ninth. A lot of these teams, you know, it, it's a it's a relatively small variance. Uh, do you want to guess where St. Louis City should have finished based on the advanced analytics from last year? Uh, uh, no. They finished second out of 14. Oh, wow. Thought mob says they should have finished 14th out of 14. Wow. advanced analytics show that St. Louis City should have been the worst team in the Western Conference. Now, this isn't gospel, but this is when we were talking about last year how what, what St. Louis was doing wasn't sustainable and it was going to catch up to them eventually, probably in the playoffs, and it did. Sporting Kansas City wiped the floor with them. I think they might be in, a, in for a rude awakening the same way that Austin was in their second year, where they had a really good first year that defied expectation and then crashed back to earth the second year. Hey, that's a legit prediction. I, I have no, I will not question that. Yeah. They've, they've lost some key players too. So we'll see.
0: Yeah. I'm, I'm just, you know, it'll, it'll stop the, uh, you know, irrational banter
1: that comes <laughs> from their way. It's so wild, man. Yeah. Um, Outside, so do you think? I guess, do you think Sporting Kansas City is going to get a win? I know we don't do score predictions anymore because it's always just a, we're guessing, but I don't know. I mean, I think they should, and I think it's there for the taking. I'm going to say that I think Sporting Kansas City goes on the road in Houston and gets the dub. They're going to get the win. And we, Alan Polito's going to score. Oh, good. Goodness! All right, stop. You're getting ahead of yourself. <laughs> You're getting in over here. head. More people are going to yell at me when when I'm inevitably wrong, and they're like, "Hey, remember when we told you not to make predictions anymore because you always jinx us?"
0: Yeah, That's remember why. when your prediction made Allen injure his hamstring? Like, just let's relax.
1: <laughs> um, I do want to talk about some of the other games here here coming up soon, but uh, out, outside of the game, um, sporting Kansas City. Um, they are launching fan voting for the 2024 Sporting Legends inductee. Um, voting is now available, and, and it is available through March 10th. Um, the really only requirement is former players that have to be uh, three years removed from ret- retirement, and um, all active or retired coaches are also available. So I already submitted a vote for somebody that I think should be honored as the Sporting Legend this year. Um, I don't know if you have anybody off the top of your mind that, that has been, it can't be Graham Zucy. It can't be Roger Espinosa, obviously, cause they got to wait three years. Um, but um, the person you in there, you put me in there. Okay. <laughs> I don't know if I'm eligible. Oh, yeah. uh, the person who is eligible as of this year that I think should be first ballot sporting legend, Matt Beasler. Oh. Matt Beasler is not honored as a sporting legend this year. Something's wrong. So he's eligible. Well,
0: t- hell yeah, Absolutely.
1: Yeah, so I would say if you can get out there and you type in uh, a vote for the 2024 Sporting Legends, there could be others that you vote as well, but Matt Beasler is the one who I think should be a shoe in first ballot Sporting Legend Hall of Famer.
0: And just like that, you guys, it's so fast, I just voted. I just did it. I literally just did it.
1: Yeah. You know, it's It's pretty cool. So let's see here. So there's a couple other, like, league-wide controversial things that are kind of happening right now um that i do want to touch on if you remember mls said that they were not going to have their teams play in the u.s open cup due to scheduling congestion while conveniently oh, adding yeah. out that they were the reasons that the schedule is now congested and then u.s soccer said absolutely not uh you are going to play and then mls said well we'll talk about it we'll figure it out <laughs> so there is a little bit of an update as of a couple of days ago. Um, Reportedly, MLS wants to enter no more than eight teams in the 2024 U.S. Open Cup. Due to scheduling conflicts, they're continuing to talk with U.S. soccer. Um, but the re- quote, this is according to um, James Knowlton on Twitter, um, who is a uh, writer for, has done World Soccer Talk, BBC, etc., You know, a reputable person, um, quote, The situation is not good due to issues with MLS. So, um, I don't know, man, this, this is interesting. Um, sources have told, um, somebody with Hudson River Blue, which is, um, a, a New York City soccer website. I can't confirm or independently verify this, but, um, sources have told that site that quote, the tournament is at risk of cancellation and is being held hostage by MLS. Mm-hmm. So, um hey okay. i guess i guess this isn't surprising right given that mls just kind of tried to pull the rug out from under the tournament earlier but i don't know what are your what are your thoughts it'd be kind of sad to me if this is how the tournament died no it would be sad but i don't think mls gives a shit like i i don't think they're gonna do whatever
0: it takes to make sure this tournament happens i think they're going to stand their ground and do whatever is legally
1: acceptable to make sure it doesn't happen
0: you know they they don't care
1: yeah what's interesting is there's such a like intertwined relationship between MLS and US soccer and soccer United marketing and all this stuff that um, you know if this were probably any other international football federation there would be a little bit more of like a hardline stance against the league like you know imagine if the EPL just woke up one day and was like now we're not going to play in the FA cup like the English FA would be like like hell you're not yes you are Mm -hmm. end of (laughs) that's it so U.S. Soccer could technically pull MLS's Division One sanction because of this, because according to U.S. Bylaws, that's part of what MLS has to do as a as a D one sanctioned league. But we all know U.S. Soccer is not going to do that. No, definitely not. There's too much money to be made for everybody. But and 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 this is just this like weird tangled web of relationships between U.S. Soccer and MLS.
0: Yeah, don't expect to have this competition. I mean, it's it's feeling
1: weird, man. It's just a huge bummer because if they had simply just not done anything and just quietly told teams internally like, hey, like, can't tell you what to do, but we strongly recommend you just play your second team. Yeah, none of this would have happened and we would have been just fine. Agreed. Yeah. (laughs) So there's that happening and then we officially have a referee strike. MLS and pro referees have locked out. The Professional Soccer Referees Association members, after it was nearly 96% of the PSRA voted not to ratify the proposal from Pro and from MLS. So now we're going to have replacement refs. And if you look at some of these uh, experiences that these replacement refs have, um, there have been 66 who have been uh, committed to work during the work stoppage. That says eleven have FIFA and/or professional experience in the first, second, or third divisions. So, cool. we're we're talking about we're probably pulling referees from college. Good, might be pulling referees from other like referee development groups. Like these are not going to be referees that are used to refereeing Lionel Messi. Like this is going to be r- real weird in the first game it features Lionel Messi. And can you imagine if? there's just referee shenanigans in what's supposed to be the league's crown jewel opening game featuring Messi, Suarez, Alba, Busquets, etc.
0: Hey, you want more eyes on MLS, you know, do put, put this plot in there, put this storyline
1: in play cuz it's exciting. <laughs> it's interesting. I, I, it it is interesting um and you know, there there's some numbers that the the league and and pro are putting out there that are like, "Well, yeah, between a 15 and 100% increase in salary for some refs, which is a wild" variants by the way 15 to 100 percent is crazy yeah but if you look at what that actually means in terms of numbers for many of these refs particularly assistant referees they're still barely getting anything and a lot of these assistant referees are um you know having to hop on multi-leg flights you know sitting in middle seats to get to these games like they're not taken care of um the league just signed this multi-billion dollar deal with apple they're putting all this money into Lionel Messi. It'd be nice if they could take care of some of the referees a little bit more. It's interesting. Yeah. We can bash referees all we want, but now it's a little different. Man, it's a hard job. I know it sucks that like when a call goes against your team, we all remember the calls that go against us. We don't remember the calls that go for us. Um, But it's a hard job, and clearly this is not unique to Major League Soccer. Look at all of the people who are still online complaining about refereeing in the NFL. Oh, yeah so I don't know I, I mean I always tend to side with the unions and the labor in, in these disputes as opposed to the, the billionaire owners um, and I saw a report that if they had um, all, all of the um, increases that MLS agreed to give only amounted to if you split it up amongst all the teams only amounted to an increase of $40,000 per team more that they would be putting in this year that's nothing you can afford to offer more than that to the referees you would think so yeah so i don't know man are you uh are you interested at all in this like what are the replacement refs going to do in these games storyline because i'm kind of curious to see what sort of a shit show this turns into
0: oh 100 percent. i'll be watching i mean i dude one of my one of the most memorable movies i could watch over and over was uh the replacements with keanu reeves and the idea of having replacement anything
1: is just uh fascinating yeah, it's going to be interesting. If uh, if they cost Miami the game, or if they cost Messi a goal, or whatnot, like I don't know if these people are trained on VAR protocol because it's going to be different than it is in college soccer. It's going to be different than it is in other leagues. So there's there's going to be some shenanigans that happen. It'll be interesting. Oh yeah. Um, and I guess the last thing to talk about this week, my friend, is um, do you want to give a prediction? as to where you think Sporting Kansas City will finish in the Western Conference when it's all said and done. I know we don't know exactly what the completed team is going to look like because we have a DP spot open. Peter has said they're hoping to bring in somebody before the end of April transfer deadline. But I have a number in my mind of where I think Sporting may may wind up at the end of the season in the Western Conference. Do you have something in your mind that you're willing to, to put out there on the record? I could be confident saying if
0: you're going to make me say it, you're going to put a gun to my head. I'll say five. You know? Yeah. I was thinking four to five, so I'll go four. I was going to say I was going to say four or five, but I was like, no, no, don't be wishy-washy. Pick <laughs> one, you schmuck. So
1: I picked five. I'll go four if you go five. I think this team, if they stay healthy, and if they add some some quality pieces, can certainly host a home playoff game. That's not a play-in game like they did last year. Um, can be a top-four side in in the Western Conference. I think if you look at how they finished the season over the last, you know, four or five months of the year last year, and how they pretty much consistently um, were were among the best teams in end points per game over that span. I think this team can can be competitive and and make some noise. I'm still sticking by my prediction that I do not think Inter Miami is going to be nearly as good as as people think they will be. we yeah. will be shocked if Luis Suarez plays more than you know twenty two, twenty three games this year.
0: I could I could say a confident five for them as well. I think five is possible.
1: I, I'm, I that seems reasonable to me. I mean, I, I don't think they're going to be as bad as they were last year. I think they'll probably make the playoffs, but I could see them being yeah you know, four, five, six somewhere yeah there. So. We we get a first
0: look at things this weekend, man. It's uh, things are gearing up. Just remember,
1: we don't know who a team is until they've played ten games. Ten games. That's what that's what I hear. Um, do you have anything else for for our good listeners you want to touch on before we uh, officially kick off the MLS twenty twenty four season? I do not. Let's let's get it going. Well, thank you all so much for fighting through this offseason with us we appreciate you all it's time for actual mls soccer so make sure you follow us on twitter and instagram at NoOtherPod, at dan Couser, at jcmac03 you can see all of our takes about all sorts of stuff wrestling soccer who knows uh make sure you uh leave us that five star rating and review on apple podcast watch our youtube channel kcsn soccer on youtube or check us out on the kansas city sports network app make sure you shoot us an email NoOtherPod at gmail.com But until next time, he's Dan. I'm Jimmy. We'll catch y'all later. See ya. MLF is back, baby!
4: Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance.